0: Hellberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business
1: Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Ah, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas. A lot of folks on spring break. Shout out to everybody driving, listening on the app to the Matt Mosley Show, the Hefton family. I think traveling through Pueblo, Colorado, as we speak, a place I once, uh, oh, our bus broke down on a mission trip when I was in high school at First Baptist Kaufman. And Aaron, as you might imagine, I got out, decided to move around the country a little bit and was able to uh, rip my leg open on some barbed wire and (laughs) then had to, uh, we had to flag down a ride to get into Pueblo, about 10 miles out of town to um get about 45 to 50 stitches to put my leg back together uh and uh, you know a few of us thought man let's there's some barbed wire over there that's some open country let's go see what we can get into climb a hill climb a little you know small mountain and uh, when i came back over tried to leap over the uh over the barbed wire it didn't work out for me so still have the uh, scars to prove that but uh, everybody's making their way to Colorado and, and different places. A lot of us uh, were just coming from San Antonio, where the State Boys Championships were. Uh, Colleen Ellison, man, congratulations. Getting there is so huge. It didn't work out totally in the end, but uh, great, great program and what they did. And then, Aaron, I made it from Kansas City Saturday morning after watching the women lose to Iowa State, the Baylor women. And there I was uh, in – boy, I went from KC and then had to get to Austin and then San Antonio and uh, got to watch the, uh, the Lake Highland Wildcats win it all on Saturday night, and it was quite an affair. And Aaron, the, uh, the Baylor Bear coaching staff, was right there on the front row. Um, it, was, um, it was Coach Jacus, Coach Drew. I saw Alvin Brooks III. Tweedy may have been over there. I saw um, Scott's oldest daughter, who's at Baylor now. She was sitting with him. And that's a thing they do on an annual basis. They get right there. I had been tipped off that our man Jeremy Sohan might be in attendance, the great San Antonio Spur. I think he was hanging out with them maybe beforehand or visiting with them and uh, did not see him at the game. But an incredible night. And Trey Johnson leads Lake Highlands to a Class 6A state title. Samson Allaton had the all-time record with seven blocks. He had ten points, I think ten rebounds, and seven blocks. No one had ever done that in a Class 6A state title game. So pretty uh, exciting stuff. Aaron, that was kind of a a little bit of a uh, helpless feeling, sitting there in Kansas City, knowing I got to get – I couldn't – I couldn't get back to Dallas earlier than my flight was made, which was the evening to go into San Antonio was going to be like two stops and crazy. And I wouldn't get there in time for the game. And then somebody at Southwest, they were just like, Hey, I can get you to Austin. And, and there was going to be some enormous change fee, Aaron, like to my ticket. Uh, And I didn't really feel like Eminem broadcasting was going to be that excited to pick that up. And, Woman just says, Southwest says, you know what, I, I I know you were wanting to get on this standby flight back to Dallas. We're, we'll just drop this fee and uh, won't charge you to get to uh, I mean, it unbelievable, unbelievable. Everybody, I mean, we always complain, of course, when travel goes awry and we have delays and the planes aren't there and all that. We tweet about it. We, we don't always say it when they do incredible stuff, and that was a good one. And then I made it to Austin, rented a car there, got the, got a Jeep Gladiator, got in a Jeep, kind of a Jeep-slash-truck situation. Aaron, I was excited until I got out on the tollway and was running that thing about 90 because it's 85, uh, uh, 85 is the speed limit, and that thing was shaking around, the wind was hitting it pretty hard, and I thought, man, I probably should have just gotten a regular SUV or something or a mid-sized car, don't know if I needed the Jeep chair, uh, Gladiator. Wind was beating me up a little bit on the open road, but uh, it was uh, it was fine. I didn't I didn't take the top down, but still, it's a boxy vehicle and uh, it was it was knocking me around a little bit. But I like it. I like the Jeep Gladiator. Way to go, Alan Samuels. Uh, Alan Samuels, of course, has some of those Jeeps and Jeep Gladiators. Ted Teague, Ted Teague, the GM, he will sell you one of those. In fact, I need to let Ted know that that I was in a Jeep Gladiator recently. He had me in a 2023 grand cherokee and i i mean i fell in love with that thing aaron and i i think i did too good of a job talking about it because i got a call and they said hey we sold that vehicle you're driving <laughs> i had to take it right back i had to take it right back to the dealership oh here you go guys so they're moving uh they're moving cars all over the place let's see we got breaking news today of course we'll talk about where baylor's going and uh, joe duffield the head coach for lake highlands and they've got a player that Baylor wants badly. He's going to be on with us at 420. That'll be fun. We've been having uh, send-offs, welcome homes. There'll be hopefully like a parade next week. Incredible stuff with uh, the Lake Highlands Wildcats. And uh, everybody. even though it was spring break and a lot of people had trips planned and everything, it was really neat. The town, the community took that place over. The student section was awesome. Aaron, can you imagine, like, if your high school went to the state championship and, and, and like, well, sorry, we, we'd we like to go, but we've got this ski trip planned. I think I'd find a way to go late on the ski trip. But all of us that were there, man, we had a big time. Everything about it was uh, was so much fun, and the Lake Highlands Wildcats found a way and separated from Beaumont United. Ever since I've been going to the Boys State Championships, Beaumont, that uh, Port Arthur, Port Natchez, used to be the bumblebees out there. Port Arthur Jefferson, I think it was. Um, that Golden Triangle has always been great at basketball. They have been for a long, long time. Now, I got to say, so is so is Colleen. So is the Colleen schools. And Colleen Ellison made it all the way to the state title game. Way to go, Colleen Ellison. You guys made us proud, and we're going to continue to celebrate you as well and uh, But that game the other night was against Beaumont United. And Aaron, I got to say, I didn't, I kind of thought, I didn't, I don't think I had the proper respect because they had a four-star University of Washington signee, and they came out dropping threes like crazy early in the game. And these guys were hard to stop, and they would guard you. And there was a level of athleticism and shot-making that, I, I just haven't seen in a while, even at these state title games. Late in the third quarter, Trey Johnson, a huge Baylor target, just said, you know what? I think I think I'll call game. I think we're down da- they were down six, and he just went crazy on them. Two threes, a still, and a dunk, a turnaround. Aaron, every once in a while. You know you're you're down there and you realize you're maybe looking at a future NBA talent. This was one of those moments, and I knew he was already, but to see him, those are how sort of legacies are secured. And he got it done at the at the highest level of high school basketball, and it was it was something to behold. Trey Johnson just taking over that ball game. Only thing I had seen that compared in person was, uh, and everybody has their own thing oh so and so did this all these years ago our man Sean Hunt he's always looking at Bryan High School or Bryan you know the College Station schools because he went to one of those schools everybody remembers a performance the other one I remember was Marcus Smart at Flower Mound Marcus which is another Dallas area high school who late in a game against uh, Garland Lakeview Centennial decided uh, well I don't think anybody else is going to do this. I better I better get this thing done. And he just took over the whole game, let it come back, and he led them to a victory. And there's just nothing like – I mean, I I didn't think I could feel like what I felt after Baylor won a national title. And I don't know if it was quite to that level, but it was similar. Like walking outside that and celebrating and – Boy, the, the the security there. The UIL had them out in force there at San Antonio. Aaron, they first of all they wanted us on out of the building. We were just standing. There. I think we would have stood there all night. Get on out of here. And then they kept chasing the students, the student section. They kept they moved them about three times. And like, I mean, this is how crazy it was, Aaron. It wasn't like you know they it was the Alamo Dome. There wasn't like every seat was taken. There was a great crowd, but it wasn't every seat taken. So you'd have a whole student section. Up in whatever section, by itself, going crazy, and then like one or two people would come and have a seat in that section, and those people would like try to make they tried to make the entire student section move, based on like three or four people showing up and having tickets. Meanwhile, the ushers or whoever could have sent them right over the next. Hey, guys, we can take care of y'all. Y'all, there's another section wide open. And they kept making an entire student section move. Aaron, you think maybe the UIL should have that figured out? Like to have the student section marked off that the teams (laughs) might bring some students to these games? And, of course, Lake Highlands brought more than most. But, I mean, it was crazy. You'd look up there, and and the security was up there trying to make all the kids move. And finally, the Lake Highlands assistant principals and the head athletic director and the principal herself, Carrie, um... They they kind of got involved, and I and I knew when Casey Gray, one of the assistant principals, he got up there. I thought, okay, everything's going to be okay because Casey's a guy who's uh, he's got some power, he's got some say, and he got up there and he did things uh, the right way. Aaron, I got to ask you: Are you um were you pleased with the seating now that you've seen the bracket? And we'll, we'll of course be talking about these next few days. Uh, my alter ego. Dr. Brackets will be making an appearance for many years. Dr. Brackets was on in Dallas. Now he's relocated to Central Texas. And so he'll be kind of helping you with your bracket and letting you know what to do. Aaron, when the Bears got number three and they opened with the Gauchos of California, Santa Barbara, the next one to get to Sweet 16, they'll have to get by Creighton or who else? Who's Creighton playing, Aaron? Uh let's see, Creighton would have six versus anyway, that, that'll be a pretty tough game, honestly, for Creighton. But it look we we think Creighton will probably get through. Aaron, did you um as you looked at the bracket, on the men's side, do you feel like the Bears fared okay? In fact, they're in the region with the number one overall seed, which you'd usually go, Oh no, that's gonna block it, but it's Alabama. It's a team that is great and they got great athletes, and Nate Oates is a good coach. But also, they've had all sorts of controversy. They went to Lloyd Noble Center against Oklahoma and got beat by Porter Mosier. I mean, really, a guy who has not done very much at Oklahoma at all, if anything. And they lost by 24 points. Now, again, we can't just... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, there is the, uh, there's the breaking news sounder. And uh, we'll go to the uh, Central Texas newsroom. Aaron, what's, uh, what, what's breaking?
2: According to NFL insider Trey Wingo, the Jets are trading for Green Bay Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, reuniting him with his former offensive coordinator and new Jets offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. There are conflicting reports. The NFL network saying it's not done, but Trey Wingo put in quotes in his tweet, quote, it's done. So... Apparently. Well,
1: the, a, a, Baylor, a Baylor alum, Trey Wingo, uh, putting that report out there. And um, I like that. Former ESPN personality getting involved. I think now he's like a – he's involved in somehow at uh, – and I was looking to see what Schefter had. He said the 49ers reached an agreement on a one-year deal with former Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold. Aaron, that was one minute ago. That's not quite as big a news, is it? We don't have any – We don't have anything from Shefty. Steelers reached an agreement with Pro Bowl quarterback, quarterback, cornerback Patrick Peterson. Always interesting when our man Shefty is not weighing in. So Aaron, um, I'll go Aaron and look at our buddy Rappaport, uh, Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. And uh, he's not saying anything right now. Um. Aaron, so did you see Pelicero say something from the NFL Network? That's interesting because usually Rappaport would be diving all into this. This is is fascinating. Let's see what our man Trey has uh, as we get you this breaking news. Love it when this happens. Um, All right. Now, this was two hours ago that Trey Wingo said, Hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. Um. Whoa, and uh, th- this is uh, this was a couple of hours ago. <laughs> you can subscribe, by the way, to Trey Wingo's reports. Um, let's see what Garofolo is saying from. The uh, NFL Network, really interesting stuff here because Aaron, nobody else,
2: right? And I'm is, just reading is Tom jumping Pellis- on this story, yeah. and he said, despite a report to the contrary, obviously talking about Trey Wingo, the Packers and Jets have not agreed to the framework of an Aaron Rodgers trade. So <laughs>
1: the plot thickens. You
2: gotta love Twitter.
1: Oh man, that's why you gotta be careful. Gotta be careful out there on the mean streets of. Uh, of Twitterland, and uh, so uh, you know we'll see. I mean, Trey is very plugged in, but right now the major news breaking players are sort of staying out of it and saying that eh, you know this is not what we're hearing. So we'll uh, we will continue to monitor this. Let's see what our man Cowherd's saying, Aaron. At some point, we'll uh, check in. All right, next we talk to the uh, head basketball coach of the Class A six Class Six A state champions. Joe Duffield is next.
3: Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM.
4: Baylor Softball has added a doubleheader at Getterman Stadium this Wednesday against South Dakota State to their schedule. 3:45 for the warm-up show. 4 p.m. first pitch Wednesday on 101.3 FM.
3: Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM.
5: Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner's Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261, or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor, we we'll we treat you like family.
6: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechsportsFan.com. Tickets and sponsorships
7: are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlett Guidry-Falquay, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extraco event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit TSHOF.org or call 254-756-1633. Crawfish for Casa 2023 is fast approaching. Crawfish for Casa is a community-wide crawfish bowl that showcases music from the 80s hot cover band, The Spasmatics. There will be a silent option. All the crawfish you can eat are chicken gumbo, all the beverages you can drink, and all the dancing you can physically handle. All proceeds go towards strengthening and supporting abused and neglected children in our community. It promises to be a night you won't soon forget. Purchase your tickets now at casaforeverychild.org. Crawfish for Casa, March 31st at the Base Extraco Event Center.
0: It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection ESPN Radio
7: Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Alabama, Houston, Kansas and Purdue are the men's number 1 seeds in the NCAA tournament. Baylor is a number 3 seed in the Denver region and will face number 14 UCSB. Other Big 12 teams include Texas, K-State, Iowa State, TCU and West Virginia. Oklahoma State, Rutgers, Oregon and Clemson are the number 1 seeds in the NIT. Baylor women are headed to Seattle region. They are the 7th seed. And the Bears will face number ten Alabama. Los Angeles Rams have agreed to trade star cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a 2023 third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Cowboys cleared thirty million from the 2023 salary cap by restructuring the contracts of Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Dallas Mavericks host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, six thirty tip from the AAC Sports Center.
6: Every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas Joe Duffield joining us now Joe how is um, uh Lake Highlands high school head basketball coach how is your spring break going Joe are you uh, is it it seems like it's <laughs> it seems like it's off to a pretty good start I I was kind of amazed that there were still enough people in Lake Highlands you know to i mean everybody goes on these trips and everything it's kind of funny to come home to to that but still what people are so excited i think they were changing their plans uh congratulations man this is uh it was so fun to be there and witness that and uh i'm just so happy for the lake Highlands wildcats first state title since 1968 in high school basketball joe congratulations
9: no oh, thank you so much matt uh yes spring break is off to a uh amazing start we're incredibly thankful uh our team uh thankful for everybody in the lake Collins community uh what a great crowd we had down in san antonio so many people made the trip down to support us and uh yeah it was a great treat even uh getting back yesterday and seeing a ton of people at the school we came back i mean just uh Really says a lot about our community, um, how special it is, how much our people really pull for each other. And I know you're a, you're a member of that community, so we appreciate you too, Matt.
1: Well, I, it's uh, it's so much fun. And uh, how about that student section? How about those um, the Wildcats? Yeah. <laughs> they they kept you didn't know that was going on up they there because be. you had <laughs> so, they could they kept trying to move oh them from section to section, and finally. I think some of our Lake Highlands administrators had to get involved and go, "Hey, they've got to be somewhere." Can you just let them sit together? And uh, it was quite a process, but you know what? They stayed focused, and, and and boy, they were way into the game.
9: Yeah, they they have been awesome uh, ever since I've been back at Lake Highlands, and and even well before me. You know, I, I think they were nicknamed the Rowdies a, a, way, a ways back, and. Um, I did see them when they first got moved. I think they were kind of in the face family section down close to the court, and uh, before the game started, I saw them getting moved, and then it looked like they got bounced around a couple more times. But <laughs> I am super glad they got to all sit together, and you know maybe that's something for them to look at in, in years to come. I know they talked about um, you know, and sometimes in college tournaments they do have reserve sections for students um, so they could sit together. But um, yeah, those kids are awesome. Um, they've been with us the whole way. I appreciate some of our other coaches even move some our baseball team move some games around so some of those kids could come down and so we can't wait to uh, get out to the baseball diamond and return the favor and um, you know it's just Lake Hollands is an awesome school we got awesome students and, and they helped us I mean the second second half we had to make a big push and, and you know our students, our fans, our crowd uh, definitely gave us some extra energy there in the second half. Yeah,
1: you you were whipping them into a frenzy about 50, I think you're up 50 44 and I think that's when you finally thought, you know what? I think we I think we may have this thing and you turned around and I've seen Scott Drew do this at the at the Farrell Center before, but you you just, you whipped it and boy everybody responded in a big way. Did you feel like a conductor down there? I mean, I think that was the moment when you kind of let yourself, you know, finally go this is actually going to happen.
9: Yeah, I just uh I know Trey hit a big 3 uh that finally gave us the lead back. Um and then yeah, I think the moment you were speaking about, I you know, we made a good little run and started to separate ourselves a little bit and yeah, I mean, I I'm just excited myself and so uh you know, I turned to the crowd and tried to pump them up a little bit and and uh man, just everybody responded and what a what a special atmosphere and and game to be a part of and you know, our, you know, everybody in Lake Highlands has such pride for our school, our community. Everybody calls it, you know, like a small town in the big city. Uh, a lot of people come back here to raise their kids, and it's a very family-oriented place and um, just awesome to see them rally behind this team because it's such a great group of young men that do things the right way. They play the game together and unselfishly, and um, just an awesome experience for all of us.
1: Joe Duffield, coach of Lake Highlands, Class 6A state champions, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Trey Johnson has a sense of the moment, and late in the third quarter, I think he decided, you know, hey, we, we need to get something going here. What was y'all's kind of conversation even leading up to those moments? I think it was you are down maybe about 39-33, and what happened next will be remembered uh, in the state basketball annals for forever and um and that was pretty incredible i mean he went from what 12 points to about 20 to 29 points in a a hurry and you've seen him do it but to do it on that platform at that time is is pretty remarkable
9: oh he's he's such a special player and and such a special kid and you know ever since he's he was young he, he just lives for these big moments um you know we have seen him do it time and time again and it's really just a testament to the work that, that him and his father put in on a daily basis. I mean, they, they live in that gym every single day. They put in extra hours and work on his craft. And, um, and yeah, I mean, we've seen him do it. And, in in like, the bigger the moment, the bigger his game gets and the bigger he steps up. And Yeah, kind of at that point you're talking about, we're down six. Um, I thought our guys were really working hard on the defensive end, took a couple big charges. Samson was blocking shots, but then uh, you know, as a coaching staff, once Trey kind of got to feeling a little bit, you know, we we were all talking about, hey, we got to get him the ball. You know, we got to keep finding ways to to get it back to him, and um, and yeah, he just got going and hit a couple big shots, and then we take the lead, and and after that, it was it was kind of smooth sailing.
1: What's the most important thing, Richard, who's an assistant coach on your staff? What's the most important thing he's done for Trey over the years? Because the work he put into Trey probably started when Trey was, you know, a, a little guy. You Very know, we're talking second <laughs> and third grade. Like, what is the? Because it's not always easy for a dad, and boy, dads sometimes can be really, really tough on their kids. What do you What do you think uh, Richard did that's that has seemingly paid off uh, so well?
9: Yeah, I just think he's. Um done such an amazing job um, just number one staying consistent you know they, they don't take any days off, they don't skip any steps they do everything the right way. Um, and then you know the other thing they've, they've done a great job of just with all the attention um, you know Trey's gotten for his talent which is all absolutely well deserved. Um, you know Richard has done a really good job of keeping him grounded, keeping him humble, understanding, you know, what's important and what to focus on, you know, coach Johnson always says, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. And, and for them, it's doing things the right way, putting in the work, staying in the gym. Um, and, and also he's done a great job of making sure Trey um, plays the game the right way. Um, he's got a super high basketball IQ. He is a team player. He just wants to win. He wants to see his te- teammates do well. And so I think all those things can be contributed or attributed to, to Coach Johnson as a father and a coach.
1: Have you ever coached someone like this much in the spotlight? I was thinking about where you were an assistant, where you were before you came back to Lake Highlands. Anybody sort of close to this level, the number one junior guard in the country? I mean, it's pretty remarkable to see how coveted he is. The Baylor coaching staff was sitting courtside. I'm sure. I'm sure you saw Scott Drew and the gang over there. Obviously, they want him. Duke, Kansas, everybody, University of Texas. Anybody rival this level of a player that you've coached?
9: Uh, definitely not. This this is definitely new territory for me as a coach. Um, you know, I just think it, it helps just having such a personal relationship with with his father, Richard, and, you know, us coaching together and kind of seeing and knowing who they are as people and a family. And, you know, that's helped. and um, But it is new territory. And, uh, you know, we we just try to, like I said earlier, keep the main thing the main thing, focus on working hard and getting better every day in the gym. And then, um, you know, it, it's, it's really – it becomes a lot easier when you have a kid like Trey who's also such a good person. Uh, such a good kid who um, you know I mean, you've been around Matt, if you see him after the games, how he interacts with the young kids in our community, uh, how he interacts with his teammates, I mean you'll see him randomly just go hug a teammate and talk to him and has great relationships with his teammates. and I mean all those things just make it make it actually really easy. Um, and then just we're just trying to soak it in and and take advantage of this special time.
1: How many times have you watched either the the third and fourth quarter or the whole game since you've been back? You just made it back at about six o'clock last night. Have you have you had a chance to to watch it all again? Did you uh, Did you get a little rest last night?
9: Uh, you know, I have not watched the full game yet. That, that is something I normally do. Uh, in the normal swing of things, the night after the game, but um, I've seen a couple of replays of, of like highlights and things like that. Um, but no, I mean last night I just wanted to be with my family and and uh, and take a breath. And today I was looking for a nap, but haven't haven't got that yet
1: because Mosley called. You were trying to get a nap in, but that 4:20 nap got interrupted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many how many text messages have you received from your old uh, high school classmates, college classmates, everything. Um, you know, and probably <laughs> a few from me, but uh but man, I I just can't imagine how much you're hearing from people. What has the response been like?
9: Oh, it's it's been really cool. Um just very thankful for, you know, everybody that's kind of been a part of this journey and and yes, many many people have have reached out to say congratulations and um just say how excited they are for Lake Highlands and the community and so um you know just just so appreciate that that outpouring of support and uh you know we're we're very fortunate and and, and blessed and um you know this is a special place Lake Highlands is a special place as you know
1: all right and Samson Allerton uh with what seven blocks sets a class 6A state title game record had 10 points i mean his presence down low in the semifinal, the final, all through the playoffs. I mean, this guy you saw went from a real lanky, uh, it's sometimes awkward player to a refined, big time center. And um, it, it just tremendous, I mean, he just compliments everything y'all do. And your players are always looking for the alley oop. It's like, where's Samson? You know, they know he's going to finish anything they put up there. How fun has that been, watching his development? And, of course, for people that don't know, he's going to Yale. So extremely intelligent guy uh, going to the Ivy League. And, Joe, I know he had a lot of other offers. He could really go to a lot of places, but he's decided to go to an Ivy League school. Um, What's the impact he's had on the program?
9: Oh just just huge. He um you know first you know he's amazing on the basketball court but he's even better off it. He's just such a special young man. Um like you said going to Yale takes school very seriously. You know his, his late father was a college professor at a couple of different schools and just instilled that importance and value in your education and um you know Samson's another one just like Trey who's just an unbelievable teammate just wants to do whatever it takes to, to win. And, uh, it's been really, really fun to watch his development from freshman year and even, you know, seeing him at Forest Meadow junior high in seventh and eighth grade, just really just starting to play basketball to who he is today. You know, just set a state championship six a record for most blocks in the championship game. Um, I couldn't be more proud and he's so deserving. I mean, he he is so coachable and I think that's what's helped his development. I mean, we will put extra time in the gym and I'll tell him, you know, hey, you really need to start working on this or we really need to add this to your game, you really need to be doing this more on defense and he just tries and tries and tries and keeps putting in the time and effort and um you could just see him get better and better as the years went on and so now to see him do that in the championship game, just you know, I couldn't be more proud and he's so deserving.
1: All right, are we going to be able to hang on to you? Um, do you do I need to be your agent during this time? Uh, there, <laughs> there'll be. I mean, there will be all kinds of interest, but I know your commitment. You love this community. You have a daughter who plays on the varsity basketball team. I do hope we can, uh, we can hang on to you. But uh, I, uh, if I need to talk to. Uh, Lonnie, the AD, or anything, you just let me know. We need to <laughs> we need to pull out all the I'll stops. I'll do
9: that, Matt. But Matt, you have nothing to worry about. I, I love okay. Lake Highlands. I love being the head basketball coach here. As you said, my daughter's a freshman at the high school. I have an eighth grader at Lake Highlands Junior High. I have a sixth grader at White Rock Elementary, and so you know we want to see them uh, graduate from Lake Highlands. And um, man, if if nothing else, we we learn from this weekend, man you know we have a community that has our back and we have a special basketball program and you know i i love where i'm at
1: all right, and now people are going to start asking you about the the repeat. You know, the back-to-back. <laughs> I mean, I think we ought to let you enjoy it for a few weeks, but of course, it'll it'll come up. The great thing is you're losing. You are losing three great starters, and some other players are, are graduating that have been great for the program. But there's some in the pipeline. You brought up a couple of JV players, Elias Beck, some of those others. I mean, there's a really uh, Lewis was a was a sophomore on this team. I mean, that's kind of a fun yep. thing about it. Is hopefully Trey, obviously coming back for his senior year. A um, lot of great uh, players returning, so uh, you should be you know right back in the mix next season.
9: Yeah, we're we're definitely enjoying this this championship right now. But um, you know, over the last few years, you know, I have such a great. Uh, coaching staff I I, I told people after the game we have the best coaching staff in the nation in my opinion at the high school level and they do such a great job with our sub varsity teams and even our junior high coaches at both of our junior highs are awesome so we have a lot of great kids coming up through the program Um, you know you mentioned Trey and some of those guys coming back and then you know point guard Jalen Washington um, Mm -hmm. is, is a junior and we'll be back too so we know we're in great shape with, with that backcourt with Jalen and Trey, and um, you know it's going to be fun to see some of these other guys step up. Um, there's some other guys on on the varsity and on JV who who will be ready, and you know that's kind of that'll be the fun process in the spring and summer of just putting that all together and, and trying to make make another run at it.
1: Yeah, it was fun to watch Jair. By the way, It's just like he got to state, and he's like, I kind of like this atmosphere. I think I'll go duck <laughs> on some people.
9: Oh, and I think I'll make a three yeah.
1: while I'm at it.
9: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took some huge charges also. Yeah. Um, him and Chidiume. uh, kind of at that time you're talking about in the third quarter, I think both of them took a, uh, took huge charges that helped shift the momentum. But Jair is another one just that, you know, for the people that know him and you know, everything he's been through in his life and where he was as a freshman, you know, he's a freshman B team kid. And, um, uh, you know, he, he was getting some trouble here and there as a youngster, as a freshman, he, you know, he's kind of getting in a lot of fights and things like that. And, um, you know, we just, we just stuck with him and, you know, kept pushing him. and he's got a heart of gold and he works so hard and, um, tremendous motor. And, and yeah, just, I mean, through this playoff run, he just kind of kept getting better and better. And, um, you know, his size and rebounding really helped us, uh, in the matchups with DeSoto Soto and Beaumont United. And he just took off with it. And, uh, yeah, so happy and proud for him. Um, and, I, you know, I think he's going get to a, get a chance to play at the next level too, so that's exciting.
1: Well, you've done a great job managing uh, everything and coaching, and and I've loved watching how you handle this team. And you just took all the right steps last year. You made some breakthroughs this year. You you tore the door down. So, uh, Joe, we're so proud of you. Uh, Joe Duffield joining us, Class 6A state champion. Lake Highlands, go somewhere fun or just hang around town and let people buy your mill. Uh, you know they say you know this. Well, they'll they'll never buy another mill in this town. Joe, take them up on that. Put that to the <laughs> test, okay? <laughs> I,
9: I will. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to get over there and see you at Keller's again and, uh, and share a burger. But no, thank you, Matt. Thank you for for supporting us and, and Lake Highlands, and um, you know we we truly appreciate you. And uh, thanks for having me on today.
1: You bet. It was a lot of fun. And Keller's is always an easy place to find me, for sure. I have been known to put a (laughs) few of those down over there. Joe Duffield, coach of uh, Lake Highlands Wildcats, joined the Matt Mosley Show. There he goes. Um, Some very exciting times as the – The Wildcats win it all, and they have, uh, well, one of the best players in the country, but they also have a wonderful supporting cast, coaching staff. In fact, Dominique Kirk is on that coaching staff. The former Texas A&M great Richard Johnson, tremendous, tremendous staff. I was hanging out with him after the game the other night, and just all great guys. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas Campus Confidential is next.
10: Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on
4: ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hosting longtime rival Rice Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark. 6-15 for the warm-up show, 6-30, first pitch for Baylor Rice Baseball Tuesday from Baylor Ballpark.
10: This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a public service announcement and a warning to be vigilant. As you know, for over six years, we've been fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas, a noble cause you think everyone would be on board with, right? wrong so we will get phone calls with people saying we don't agree with your cause and you should take those offensive ads off the air we have even had negative reviews strictly because we've taken our fight to the airwaves enlisting good citizens like you it only proves one thing communism is alive in America the battle is real people and we need your help but we're not asking you to do it alone that's why we've slashed prices on all solid bed covers at pickup outfitters folding covers are now $100 off Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 and 20% off. Stay sharp, my friends. Keep Texas free and don't drive a naked truck. Get more details on the Pickup Outfitters website, createacommotion.com.
10: Introducing the new B.O.B., ballin' on a budget family pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. family pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak. A smoked, then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellbird Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco.
6: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
5: Hi, my name is Russ and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas.
8: Hooah
6: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue are the men's number 1 seeds in the NCAA tournament. Baylor is the number 3 seed in the Denver region and will face number 14 UCSB. Other Big 12 teams include Texas, K-State, Iowa State, TCU, and West Virginia. Oklahoma State, Rutgers, Oregon, and Clemson are the number 1 seeds in the NIT. Baylor women are headed to Seattle region. They are the 7th seed. And the Bears will face number ten Alabama. Los Angeles Rams have agreed to trade star cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a 2023 third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Cowboys cleared 30 million from the 2023 salary cap by restructuring the contracts of Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Dallas Mavericks host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 6:30 tip from the AAC Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's time for campus confidential our daily look at college football news here's your host Matt Mosley
1: it is Matt Mosley love talking about the uh, boys state title still think it should be in Austin but we had a lot of fun on the Riverwalk in San Antonio also uh and we Colleen Ellison very uh very it didn't it didn't work out in the end but uh tremendous tremendous run and uh, just uh uh, kind of excited to to have their coach on soon as well and, uh, and break that all down. Uh, just uh, uh, I mean, I was just watching and monitoring all that, and um, it's just hard, man. These Dallas schools, Dallas area schools, um, are just producing so much talent. But I mean, Colleen and some of our other schools around here, obviously um, uh, La Vega getting that state title on the girls' side. The boys... Um, Boy, the arena plays great basketball. Just so much, so many great basketball teams around that we've enjoyed uh, watching. Connolly does some incredible things. So anyway, uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it is time for Campus Confidential, and uh, where we talk about college athletics. And there's a lot of things uh, going on this afternoon, Aaron,
2: including Ole Miss. Hiring a new basketball coach, a familiar name, to people in the state of Texas that follow college basketball. It is former Texas head coach Chris Baird. He was announced as the school's new head coach today. ESPN reported last week Beard, Beard had emerged as the leading candidate with the two sides in contact and Ole Miss officials doing their due diligence. Apparently that worked out, and they have hired him. Beard was fired from the Longhorns in January following his arrest December 12th.
1: Let me, let me tell you, I, I just uh, looked at kind of what the due diligence was like <laughs> for uh, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and it was uh, – it went something like this. And they dropped the charges. All right, hire him. Hire him. Uh, the, the, um, and, again, this is not – this is not every school in that conference or anything like that. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. But um, Ole Miss, you know, they've got they'll, – they'll take a coach with some baggage. Now, they finally ran – Hugh Freeze out of town. And Hugh Freeze, of course, has turned up at, where is he now, Auburn? Aaron, uh, Hugh, I mean, Freeze cheated like crazy for several years, and nobody cared, and then a number showed up on his his phone from some kind of escort service, and they said, okay, Hugh, now you got to go. It was like Hugh's just kind of like, well, you guys didn't have any problem with me doing all kinds of nefarious things but uh, had the wrong number. And I think Hugh may have told some fibs about that. That's what, hey, these lies always uh, what uh, do it. And uh, Bobby P., the great Bobby Petrino, he found out the hard way. He might have been able to survive at Arkansas had he not lied about his issue there on the, uh, on the motorcycle. But he's landed at College Station. He's doing just fine. Bobby Petrino's back in the middle of it. Aaron, from an Ole Miss standpoint, from a basketball standpoint, I mean how can you doubt the hire? I mean I I think it's kind of embarrassing given what he was arrested for and everything. I wouldn't want my alma mater racing out to hire him, but I get it. I I get it. I mean it, it's it's a you just never get that level of a basketball coach out like a, as a free agent. And of course they probably don't have to pay him crazy money because of what he's been through. You can probably almost penal I wouldn't say penalize him, but you can you can, you just, the negotiation's much easier because you don't, normally a guy of that ilk would have everybody in the world after him. Even the Texas Tech people are like, go get him, go bring Beard back. Tech can't do that. I mean, after all that, and after the way that he departed and all, Kirby Hokut, Kirby Hokut can't go higher Chris Beard. So Ole Miss does it. Now, Aaron, how long before Ole Miss is a top... Uh, what are they now? They had a bad season, didn't they? That's what got Kermit fired. I how long before they're a top three program in the SEC? Two years. I, it, two years,
2: okay. Yeah, I think he'll do pretty close to what Coach Tang did at K State. With the transfer portal, it makes it I don't want to say easy, but it makes it uh more feasible to turn around a program really quick and not only just get them competitive, but get them to where they could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. We saw that in Kansas State, and I think we'll see that in Ole Miss. Plus, it's a weak yep. conference.
1: <laughs> all right, and we had um, – it, it well, the conference did send a ton of teams. we got to hand them that. I mean, I think they sent eight teams to the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying they're all great. Um, Kentucky goes in as a six-seed. They were not looking good at all, and Coach Cal kind of got them going. That's a dangerous team, as always. Aggies end up with a seven seed, even though they were better than Kentucky. Uh, Aggies got penalized or punished for a really bad non-conference. But I mean, all this stuff's kind of arbitrary. I mean, I again, I don't really cry for the Aggies a lot. But, Aaron, they had an incredible conference run. I mean, other than Alabama, who's the best team in the SEC? It's A&M. They're second in the conference, and they – they and they fight eight teams and they say, Oh, AM seventh seed. I mean it's kind of arbitrary. I guess it I guess it'll teach them to, to schedule better in non conference. I mean it's one thing Baylor always does. I mean this year they got beat by Virginia, they play they beat UCLA. I mean they're always got Villanova. They play in these big time tournaments. Um, and so even though they have a great conference schedule, they beat Gonzaga, they got beat by Marquette. But just playing those teams, even if you get beat by them, ends up helping you at NCAA tournament time. Aaron, what did I name? Like five schools, five definite tournament teams, and, uh, and the Bears played all of them. So anyway, and now they get ready for these uh, the Gauchos of UC Santa Barbara. Aaron, what is a Gaucho? Do you know what a Gaucho is?
2: I'm going to let the magic Google machine tell me in about five seconds.
1: The Gauchos. I've seen a picture. I've seen like a logo for the Gauchos.
2: It is a cowboy of. It's a uh, basically a South American cowboy.
1: The Gaucho. South American cowboy. I like that. All right. Um, the uni- UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. And now, you know, Seth Davis cannot stand it. He's got a. He's got to make me mad, like, right out of the shoot, and, and, and he's like, all right, I'm picking. I mean, just immediately. Of course, they're looking for upsets to pick. And he immediately – plus, by the way, he's sending Texas to the Final Four. He's got the University of Texas in the Final Four. I'm trying to remember who else he had. Kansas. Golly, he had somebody. He has UC Santa Barbara getting through the Sweet 16. And, of course, he picked them. That would take them beating the uh, number three-seeded Bears. I, don't, I, I can tell, and I kind of understand why they're doing it. They, in the past, Baylor has kind of been a darling of people picking these things. This year, because of the way they started and the way they finished their season with two really bad losses against Iowa State, the Bears are not going to go in as a trendy pick. In fact, I think people are going to be trying to pick against them. The good news for the Bears is get by Santa Barbara. It's a 14 seed. Then you play Creighton. My gosh, I was at that Creighton-Baylor game a few years ago uh, in the, was that Sweet 16? Or was that the round of 32, or when they went the second round? Anyway, it was in San Antonio. I remember making the trip with some buddies, and we ran them out of the gym. It was Greg McDermott, and he had his son, who was such a great player, um, Doug McDermott. They called him uh, McBuckets, Dougie McBuckets, and they just ran them out of the gym. They beat him by about 30. On their way to – what did they do that year? They might have made an Elite 8 that year. They for sure made it to Sweet 16. And that I think that was the second round that was played in San Antonio. Somebody on the text line will remember that. 254-662-1660. Aaron, what else do you have? We have a little time here. Um, and, of course, we'll, we'll get into our breaking news. Um, we've had some – Very interesting NFL breaking news involving a couple of quarterbacks today, and we'll talk through some of that uh, coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. What else do you have, though, Aaron, campus confidential-wise?
2: A little bit of breaking news. Baylor sophomore forward, Baylor women's basketball sophomore forward Kendra Gillespie announced via social media a few hours ago that she will be transferring from the program. Coming out of high school, she was ranked number 58 overall in the country in ESPN's 2021 top 100.
1: Okay, tell me who this Yeah, tell me who this is again. I'm sorry, I was getting some breaking news as you were saying that. Give the give the name again. This this one is interesting to me. Say this one more time.
2: Kendra Gillespie is transferring from the, the Baylor women.
1: Okay. So Kendra has not been with the team. I mean, I, I this is no yeah, I mean, I haven't seen her around the team in like two months. So um, good for her, and congratulations. But, but uh, yeah, has not been anywhere close to the team in recent weeks or even months. So, uh, you know, the hope for the, for the Bears is that uh, uh, you get everybody healthy next year. You get uh, Dre uh, ready, for, uh, ready for action after having to kind of sit out because of some transfer stuff from Kentucky. And then you get Missouri. You get Asia Blackwell back, and then you load up and you make a run. But uh, I was pleased with the, uh, and we'll hear more from uh, the Baylor coach. Uh, but I was pleased with where they ended up uh, in a uh, seeding, seventh seed. Going to open with number ten seeded Alabama out in stores, Connecticut. Aaron, if they're in stores, what does that mean if they beat Alabama? Does that mean they got to go see Geno? Um, I, I think, I, I mean, again, I, I will they beat them? It would be a long shot. Could they stay in a game better with them than against South Carolina? Absolutely. Absolutely. They do have the athleticism and the shooters um, to kind of hang in there with UConn. Um, nobody has a puncher's chance against South Carolina. Aaron, name me somebody. I mean, even LSU went up against them this year, and there was like a million fans there. They were playing at uh, South Carolina; they had like sixteen or seventeen thousand fans there, and LSU got run off the court. What was LSU's record this year, Aaron? Like thirty-one and two, or thirty-three and two? I mean, you know, they 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 they, they wiped out everybody, and they couldn't compete with South Carolina. So, uh, I I like the uh, I like the path for the uh, Baylor women as they head up to. Uh, Connecticut. What else do you have?
2: Alabama may be the number one overall seed as picked by the selection committee, but as far as the odds to win the national championship, they are not the favorite. That would be the Houston Cougars. Caesar Sportsbook has them as the slight favorite to win the national championship at plus 600. Alabama closely follows at plus 700, followed by Kansas at plus 800 and Purdue at plus plus. 1,000, Texas is at plus 1,500. Baylor, plus 2,500. TCU, plus 4,000. A&M at plus 5,000. And then the odds just go up from there. Iowa State is plus 6,000. That's the... And uh, if you think West Virginia can make a run, they are plus 10,000 to win it all. I'm going to
1: throw down on that one. (laughs) Plus 10,000. Bob Huggins gets in there, starts going. Aaron, I would say... Now of the of the the number one seeds, you, you, um, Bama, Kansas, Houston, Purdue. I heard you say all those. The next let Baylor's a three seed. Which one to you, Aaron? Because I uh, I was just listening to you. Which one had the most value? Any of those as you look down the list? Was there anybody down there around where Baylor is at plus twenty five hundred? Or even as you got to plus five, I think that TCU is pretty <laughs> that, good value. That was the At one that plus stood 5, out. Five thousand, yeah. Wow i i would I would consider because before Mikey Miles, before Mike Miles got hurt, everybody was talking about them as a Cinderella type Final Four team. Nobody's doing it anymore now. Pro- part of the problem is they don't shoot the three ball. You need great guards and you need to hit the three. TCU doesn't. Uh, they do have good guards. They're they're very speedy. They're going to miss Lampkin, the big dog, uh, down low. But, boy, they could make a run. Most dangerous team. Now, what does Rodney Terry have to do, Aaron, to get that job at University of Texas? Honestly, or does he already have it?
2: I, I think he, he should already have, have it? it. I think he should already have okay. it. Okay. Okay.
1: I don't think that's the case. I think they finally have to. I mean, when's the last time the University of Texas made it to the Sweet 16 in men's basketball.
2: Yeah, but when's the I last think time have they to... won a conference title also?
1: No, but Shaka did that. Actually, Shaka won a, a Big 12 tournament, and they did not win a regular season. Obviously, a regular season title is much more impressive than a tournament title. Shaka did win a tournament title and still got fired after that. I think that might have been the time when uh, Abilene Christian knocked him out of the tournament. So there is precedent for winning a Big 12 tournament and then turning around and getting fired. Now, I'm not saying Rodney Terry. I mean, you can't. It's, it sounds crazy to say, oh, you're going to fire this interim coach. I mean, somebody's going to hire him. I mean, he's going to be a hot coaching candidate if it's not at Texas. I just don't sense that it's a sure thing yet. And the last time a Texas team made it the Sweet 16, Aaron, I think you'd have to go back to Rick Barnes. I really do. I think you might I even have to go right. back to – Ooh. I'm trying to think who did it after did anybody do it after K D was there? I mean they made a they made a final four run when TJ Ford was there, Rick Barnes did, and and then they might have made a sweet sixteen some somewhere around there. PJ was there and Lamarcus Aldridge. That K D team honestly might have made a sweet sixteen, but they didn't make it that far. PJ um, Tucker and uh, Lamarcus Aldridge s- might have made it to the Sweet Sixteen.
2: 2008. They, when they made the Elite Eight in 2008 was the last time they made the Sweet Sixteen, and then they made the t- the Final Four in 2003.
1: That's TJ Ford, yeah, in that bunch. That would have been uh, 2003. PJ Tucker, just trying to think what team he would have been on. Anyway. All right, there's some Texas uh, Nuggets, Aaron. Anything else? or we need to get rolling here.
2: We can go, go ahead. And- okay,
1: okay. We can. We're going to move on to the five o'clock hour, and we got a lot planned. There's a lot of tournament stuff. Doctor Brackets. <clears throat> we'll probably be stopping by tomorrow, but he's starting to warm up. He's been in the lab. He's looking around, and um, we're going to have some. We'll have some good stuff. Uh, but we want to hear from Nikki Collin. Baylor women's coach, and also Scott Drew. Scott Drew had some things to say about about this matchup with uh, UC Santa Barbara and about the Bears playing. And, and again, just so you have that straight, uh, Bears play on Friday. The men play on Friday at 1230. All right, so as you're planning your day to call in sick from work and all that or just take a real long lunch, uh, the Bears will play Friday – at 12.30 against the Gauchos of University of California, Santa Barbara. Does Baylor ever lose in the first round? Don't ask that question. Yes, it does happen. They lost to Yale a few years ago, and they had a, uh, a real, real tough loss to Georgia State some years ago. Now, more often than not, they make great runs, but they do have some issue. They have had some issues in the first round. We'll see how this thing goes. I think they'll be fine, I really think. And I think one of the things they've been working on is rebounding i cannot imagine how many rebounding drills they've had they got outworked out hustled out muscled like crazy uh in that uh, last game against iowa state it can't happen again okay you got to be the aggressor and this team can rebound you need the guards i watched the lake highlands the other night we just had the coach on the guards were rebounding like crazy i mean they were right in the middle of it you can't let some guard from iowa state end up with 11 rebounds That guy Lipsy, the freshman uh, Taman Lipsy, you can't you can't let that guy have eleven rebounds. Have some pride, okay? All right, Aaron, they're in practice right now. I'm safe saying these things. Uh, It is uh, Matt Mosley's Show, ESPN Central Texas, five o'clock hour. Here from Scott Drew. We'll do it next. Baylor Bear Basketball from the
3: NCAA
4: Tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor men's basketball opening play in the NCAA Tournament Friday in Denver against Cal Santa Barbara. High noon for the countdown to tip off. 1230 tip off Friday. Follow the Bears through the NCAA Tournament with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the home
10: of
3: the Bears ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news. Help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660.
7: BlueChew.com. Crawfish for Casa 2023 is fast approaching. Crawfish for Casa is a community-wide crawfish bowl that showcases music from the 80s hot cover band, The Spasmatics. There will be a silent option. All the crawfish you can eat are chicken gumbo, all the beverages you can drink, and all the dancing you can physically handle. All proceeds go towards strengthening and supporting abused and neglected children in our community. It promises to be a night you won't soon forget. Purchase your tickets now at casaforeverychild.org. Crawfish for Casa, March 31st at the Base Extra Event Center.
6: ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. The pain level was over 10.
3: There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps. Turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain.
10: For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way.
3: Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor, I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story.
7: See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Goodfeet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple.
4: From the Allen Samuels Dodge
6: Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It's Matt Mosley, 5 o'clock hour. Everybody on spring break, you're driving through town. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening to the Matt Mosley show right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's been fun celebrating some of our state champions. Lake Highlands Wildcats win Class A, 6A state title, uh, Class 6A. And, um, boy, Colleen Ellison. Well, they made it to state, got right there to the state title game, and uh, incredible run. We'll be kind of uh, continuing to talk about that. Um, Cowboys, at the end of the business day today, I've been kind of monitoring what the Dallas Cowboys are up to. Um, Cowboys lose Connor McGovern and restructure the contract of Michael Gallup. Uh, it says Donovan Wilson, Leighton Van Der Esch, and Dante Fowler remain priorities, but nothing close on those deals right now. All right, we're kind of monitoring, of course, because of uh, uh, NFL free agency. Um, the teams did the team did talk to Bobby Wagner, the uh, the great former Seahawks linebacker who then went on with the Rams, and he was released recently. But all is quiet right now, which is usually the way it is. In Cowboys uh, free agency. Thanks again for everybody. The uh, Kansas City trip went beautifully, except for Baylor losing in the first round. The men and women, for that matter, but uh, women at least had the their game was Friday night, so got to stick around and watch that. Aaron, that was a uh, that was a really good game. That was a great women's game. I mean, great. Well, great game. Period. Uh, back and forth. Uh, Iowa State, unfortunately, has. Oh, one of the two or three best players in the country, and Ashley Jones, and she just went nuts at the end of the game. I mean, there's like three minutes left. It's 63-63. Uh, that place is going crazy. The Iowa, State, the Iowa State people love to travel, and they love their women's basketball. And the whole thing was just, it was a wild atmosphere. Over at that old barn, that dusty barn, they call municipal auditorium. And it, I mean, I was, and of course, I was also monitoring a state semifinal game. But I was plugged in, man. I was watching that thing, and Iowa State down the stretch, just they said, you know what? Well, who's the best player on our team? Oh yeah, Ashley Jones. Ashley, could you take over? I mean, I saw Lake Collins do the same thing with Trey Johnson the other night. They just said Ashley, they had great supporting cast, great players. They had a really good point guard, but she just point i mean she she's burrowed down low she's got great size she was making all kinds of stuff and then she started knocking down threes now the good news is bears have people like that sarah andrews caitlin bickle can be that person sometimes Darianna little page bugs is becoming that player but those are the players that need to touch the ball down the stretch bears were shooting jump shots and weird stuff and just weren't i mean they just did not execute and at the other end, Iowa State just said, hey, let's let, our, let's let our best player take over the game. Bears need to do that. I mean, they've got some really fine players, and they just need to let them take over down the stretch. Dariana Little littlepage bucks is going to be possibly the best player in this conference. She's getting – I mean, she's got some range. And, of course, Bella Fauntleroy is going to get better and better from, from outside. But they both got great size. If Fauntleroy keeps – she's she can shoot the three hadn't shot it particularly well this year she's going to be a matchup nightmare for people when she can hit the three and then take people down low both of them are over six feet tall really really uh good players for the bears let's just we're talking about the women here and let's um let's start with nikki collin nikki collin got the news last night that the bears are going to be the seven seed and going out to stores uh connecticut all right baylor's hosted a uh, 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 you know, the first round of the tournament for a million straight years. But we knew it wasn't going to happen this year because they finished sixth in the conference. But they, they're talented, and they got a shot. And it looked like they were maybe going to be like an eight or nine seed, possibly end up in South Carolina. I mean, uh, maybe Baton Rouge, wherever. Wouldn't that have been interesting? But they end up going out there with Geno and the Yukon folks, out there to stores, Connecticut. And that's a much better landing spot. That's a much, much better landing spot. So, Aaron, let's listen in. Um, if we can. This is Nikki Collin discussing yesterday what uh where the Bears uh ended up uh seeding wise and 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 how she thinks it's gonna be.
12: I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would admit if I did. Um, but you know, I, I think, you know, most of the um People, uh, Charlie Cream, I guess, you know, had had us in the A-9 game and we'd been there a while. So, um, you know, I think uh, our schedule, uh, there was a lot of respect for our for our schedule and our road wins and, um, you know, relative to everybody else, I, I think, um, which probably moved us up a line. Um, but a uh, ton of respect for Alabama. I've known Christy Curry a really, really long time. So um, we're going to have a really tough matchup right away.
1: All right, Alabama, um, and, and that will be the matchup, and and we'll see uh, how many teams, Aaron, are hosting from the uh, well. You see the 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 conferences. SEC, I believe, has three teams hosting. Uh, the Big Twelve. Uh, I'm just thinking back. Is Texas, Aaron? Where do they end up? Texas uh, hosting. I'm just thinking of the seating and everything, um, and so. Uh, SEC uh, honestly kind of had a down season, but still have three different teams hosting. And Bears are going to be that. That's going to be a great opportunity, a great environment. that's a place where they love women's basketball. And Aaron, you, I, I know this sounds weird, but this particular team would be much better suited being on the road than hosting. And that's got to change in the future. I mean, they got to. You know, they got to win. I mean, you know, sometimes you go, why is, Why are the fans not going out to their games? Why are they? Well, part of it is, you know, you're sixth place. I mean, they're used to <coughs> a huge winner. And they're going through a little bit of taking a step back because some injuries and players not being eligible this year. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really I don't really like blaming it on the fans. I don't like blaming it on the program. Uh, for whatever reason, this team functions a lot better on the road, and so I think um, I think they'll 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 be okay out there. Aaron, this thing could have gone the wrong way. I mean, you don't want to you almost don't want to win your first game if your second game's against South Carolina. Now you could say, well, it's a good chance, good learning opportunity. Aaron, is it a good learning opportunity like when the women's soccer team goes out and has to play has to play UNC women? Like, is that, is that a good learning opportunity or a chance to just get knocked upside the head? Um, I think it's the latter, and that's what would happen against South Carolina. Let's make no bones about it, because even a team like LSU that was 33-2, 33-2 or 28-2, and whatever it was, couldn't even stay on the court with them. Don Staley's team, too much depth. They're too big. They're too fast. I mean, they, they, they've put – now – I'm telling you, Baylor could get back on top of the Big 12 in the future. Texas is going to be leaving soon. OU's really good. This uh, this new coach they have is really good. Both of them are ex- exiting stage left. OSU is going to be good. Iowa State will continue to be good, but the Bears could get back on top, especially Aaron. There's like a six seven player coming in, and uh, and I'm 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 excited to see how that all is going to go. All right, Aaron, let's try to get back on time a little bit here, and I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's listen to Scott Drew. Uh, we'll do this next. We'll react to Scott Drew and where the, uh, where the Baylor men have ended up uh, in, uh, in, as far as the three seed. Let's get his reactions to this. We'll also hear from our old buddy Jerome Tang. We'll sound off about where K-State has ended up. Aaron, I don't remember what you said the odds were on K-State. That's a dangerous team. That's a very dangerous team in the tournament. There's no Big 12 teams that aren't dangerous except for West Virginia. I mean, there's just simply no way they're going to get hot because they're just not They're just not good enough. They're not good enough. And and also, by the way, I, I don't want to hear too, too many tears. I know Oklahoma State almost made it, and they might have been the, the last team that didn't make it in. But... And I love Mike Boynton. I love their. I love their coach, but they're just not that good. I mean, they lost a million games. Um, they had 18 quad one opportunities. Aaron, how many did they win of those? Maybe six. I think they got six of them. So they go six and 12 in those games. Um, and I mean, Curtis Quillen, one of the greatest friends of our station. Although, Aaron, he's he's uh, going on another show tomorrow, <laughs> and- getting word that Tom. And I just stumbled into that. Tom was just going to do that and not say anything. Our, our beloved Chilling with Quillen, a man closely connected to the Mosley Show, will be on game time tomorrow morning, 7 to 9. But I support that show. And, you know, they, they should get Curtis every once in a while. I just, you know, I mean, it shouldn't be a fight. We shouldn't have to fight. But uh, Chilling with Quillen is a Mosley Show property. Aaron, how much do we pay Curtis Quillen for that? Don't answer that. Don't answer that question. I don't, I, think, I don't know if those checks have been clearing. Okay, it's the um, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas. And next, we'll hear from Scott Drew, and I'll tell you why the uh, national experts are not giving this Baylor team a ton of credit right now. That's next.
2: This is the Baylor Sports Feed, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
4: Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on Monday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up. March Madness continues for Baylor men's and women's basketball. We'll give you their destinations plus a wrap on the weekend in Baylor Athletics. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
0: Discounts may vary by situation.
4: Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in
5: Waco join us april 21st at the texas sports hall of fame in waco for our next lunch with a legend presented by baylor alumni sports outreach our special guest will be one of baylor's all-time greats former all-american linebacker mike singletary it's friday april 21st beginning at 11 30 a.m at the texas sports hall of fame and tickets are available now by calling 254-710-8300 join us as we hear stories about baylor and beyond from mike singletary april 21st at our next lunch with a legend presented by baylor alumni sports outreach
2: now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is The Voice, John Morris.
4: And welcome back. Congratulations to both Baylor men's and women's basketball heading into the NCAA tournaments later this week. The Baylor women, a seven seed matched against 10 seed Alabama, they'll play Saturday in Storrs, Connecticut. The Baylor men, a three seed headed to Denver, they'll play 14th seed. Cal Santa Barbara on Friday. Coach Scott Drew, excited about the opportunity in March Madness.
12: I can tell you right now we're excited about uh, uh, Denver. We're excited about postseason. Everyone, uh, there's 363 schools, more parity than there's ever been. It's such a blessing to be able to be in the NCA tournament. And I know uh, I, I tweeted out what these guys have accomplished. And uh, truly, it's a tremendous year. Anytime uh, you're the ninth overall seed in an NCA tournament, uh, that's a lot to be proud of. Um, coming off two losses, we want to get that taste out of our mouth. Want to get back to playing and, and and hopefully winning. But at the same time, you know, it's the NCA tournament. It's win or go home. So uh, excited we have a couple more days of practice to get better.
4: Scott Drew and the Bears, a three-seed in the South region, headed to Denver to play Cal Santa Barbara this Friday at 12.30 Central Time. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball drops all three games to Mercer at Baylor Ballpark, back in action tomorrow night hosting Rice. Baylor women's tennis opens conference play with back-to-back losses to Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. And Baylor men's track and field finishes 17th, their highest finish since 2011 at the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships in Albuquerque, and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris,
6: the source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas.
1: Everything. You? Save to Win at First Central Credit Union.
5: Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First
1: Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a Member Services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com.
7: Subject to membership eligibility and application policies. Member NCUA.
5: Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. Mark's Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner's Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. we we'll treat you like family.
0: You're listening to
6: ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
8: In my podcast Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify.
11: Cleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. This is
0: the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre.
12: I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain.
0: Stop by the Good Feet store for
7: a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple.
6: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
7: I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue are the men's number one seeds in the NCAA tournament. Baylor is a number three seed in the Denver region and will face number 14, UCSB. Other Big 12 teams include Texas, K-State, Iowa State, TCU, and West Virginia. Oklahoma State, Rutgers, Oregon, and Clemson are the number one seeds in the NIT. Baylor women are headed to Seattle region. They are the seventh seed. And the Bears will face number ten Alabama. Los Angeles Rams have agreed to trade star cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a 2023 third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Cowboys cleared 30 million from the 2023 salary cap by restructuring the contracts of Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Dallas Mavericks host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 6:30 tip from the AAC Sports Center, every 20 minutes,
6: only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: the matt mosley show on a monday afternoon very busy monday afternoon a lot of nfl stuff and uh just about an hour ago the money on michael gallup's restructured contract um they uh created roughly seven million dollars in room with an 11 million dollar base salary this is always the design of five-year contract he signed last year. This is according to Todd Archer from ESPN. Team believes Gallup will be much improved second year removed from ACL surgery. Cowboys are always, like, signing long-term, like, injured people. Uh, last year, Cowboys lost left guard Connor Williams to Miami in free agency. This year, they lose Connor McGovern to Buffalo, and will not will likely net a compensation pick in 2024. Get excited, get excited for that the good the compensation pick, and uh, the uh, Cowboys the negotiating window. Of course, for the Cowboys opened up at 11 a.m. this morning, um, and the Cowboys have enough cap room to be active and can create more but don't expect them to be part of the early wave of free agency is kind of what we've been told. Uh, they're going to look at their own players uh, to have these exclusive negotiations with Donovan Wilson, Leighton Vander Esch, Dante Fowler, uh, among others. And we'll see, uh, we'll see how all this plays out. The restructures um, of the deals for Dak Prescott, the restructures and Zach Martin, they do not preclude the club from signing either to an extension later this offseason. Aaron, it's just like Dak just signs new deals all the time. He got that amazing deal. Now he's going to get restructured, but he can still sign an extension. I mean, they're connected with him throughout his career, and that's uh, just how they do business. They, they pay enormous money to people they hope are going to be good and Dak is good don't get me wrong he's a a really good quarterback but generally when you get these massive paydays you know it's people that have already like they didn't give Mahomes 45 million for a year for 10 years until it was obvious that he was winning Super Bowls and he was incredible he was a true franchise quarterback Uh, Dak Prescott has won two playoff games and has not certainly advanced to the NFC title game. So just a little uh, breakdown there. And then in the other big NFL news right now, Trey Wingo, friend of this show, Baylor guy, used to be at ESPN for a lot of years, I mean, put something pretty huge out there. He said, he said that uh, he thought that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets was a done deal. And a lot of players and everybody started running with this. Ian Rappaport from the, uh, from the uh, uh, NFL Network said no. Uh, n- nothing done there yet, nothing on that. And Adam Schefter has also not reacted to it or not really say, you know, said that nothing has been done. So, you know, it, it's like the NBA. We know Shams and we know Adrian Wojnarowski are the ones that always break all the huge national news. And so when somebody like else, it's not them, breaks something, you're kind of like, now again, on on different little team or different NBA teams, you'll have people break things. But I'm talking about big, huge, big news stories. It's usually one of two people in the NBA. Same way in the NFL, although there are a lot of great beat writers out there. They get stuff here and there. But the big, massive deals are done with Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, and Adam Schefter. And Trey Wingo friend of ours been on this show many times uh he he put that out there today and so everybody's trying to kind of grapple with that and decide what it all means espn has not officially reacted to it uh now in recent uh, minutes um 49ers have added sam darnold on a one-year deal the um well uh, the bucks are re-signing Jamel Dean, a cornerback, to a $52 million deal. I'm just announcing stuff that's kind of big, somewhat big. And um, the Bears have signed a big uh, – uh, ga- they gave the linebacker Tremaine Edmonds a $72 million contract. That's the Buffalo Bills free agent linebacker Tremaine Edward Edmonds. Uh, a four-year, $72 million contract that includes $50 million guaranteed. This from Adam Schefter. Edmonds is the second starting linebacker added by the Bears on Monday. Earlier in the day, the, they agreed to a three-year contract worth $19.5 million with Eagles free agent T.J. Edwards. Bears making a lot of deals, um, and they also... Uh, also made a move to bolster their offensive line, agreeing to a three-year contract with Tennessee Titans free agent guard uh, Nate Davis. All right, that was a earlier reported by the NFL Network. Always like to try to credit who had these things first, and uh, so uh, the Bears really getting heavily involved. And as Aaron shared with us earlier um, earlier in the day. Oh, I don't know, we at 1 o'clock this afternoon, local time. San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, it was reported he plans to sign with the Raiders. Sources told ESPN's Diana Russini and Adam Schefter. He agreed to a three-year, $67.5 million deal, um, including a $34 million guaranteed, a source told Schefter. And uh, he'll be reunited with the Raiders coach Josh McDaniels who was with the Patriots when Garoppolo was there uh, in New England. Aaron, you think Q, you think our buddy Q, who's a huge Raiders guy and does all this Raiders radio, does Garoppolo, does that move (laughs) the needle there? I mean, are are there Raiders fans that are excited about this deal? I mean, the guy, I understand what you're saying. You're kind of laughing at the deal. But he he does win a ton of games, and he... My gosh! Every time you look up, he's involved. He's either starting or on the roster on a team that's in an NFC title game. Don't we have to give him that?
2: I mean, he yeah, he's a good game manager. He's an above-average NFL quarterback, but he was he's been lucky enough to play in the Forty Nineers system with a great run game and tons of weapons like George Kittle and Debo Samuel. Honestly, if you statistically, he is not a good as good a quarterback as Derek Carr. Technically, they've downgraded.
1: Oh man, I, I'm not. Yeah, you know, that's interesting that you say that. Derek Carr does some things maybe better than he does, but like, I don't know. I if you if you're talking about like who would I would think would have more postseason success or who would I trust more in a big game, I might lean toward Garoppolo than then car, although that may change that could change for car I mean he's in an interesting spot now, and um yeah, that's interesting oh aaron we've got our uh, graphic by the way we've got our picture that I've, we've been uh, talking about has come in of uh, Joe Duffield our earlier guest uh for the the uh, head coach of the lake Highlands wildcat so lot of breaking NFL news we wanted to uh to share with you now Aaron, let's um well, I do kind of want to listen to some to, to what Scott Drew had to say last night. Now, we're, we'll see. The Bears, I think, are going to be heading out of town tomorrow to get to Denver and start preparing for that opening round game on Friday. Then they'll hopefully turn around and play Sunday, perhaps against Creighton. John Jacobs, when we can find a window with him, Baylor's associate head coach, will be jumping on with us. And always love having Coach Jacobs on. He was with Scott the other night at the Boys State title game, Class 6A. They were right there on the front row. Aaron, who do you think they were there to see? Yeah, maybe Trey Johnson. Now, other players, there are some other great players on those teams. Beaumont United had incredible players. One of their players is going to University of Washington, a a, a 4A, uh, a a four-star guard. He was great. I mean, tremendous player. But Trey Johnson ended up with 29 points in the Wildcats uh, huge class 6a state title victory and the bears were right there man they want trey johnson i would rank it right up there with uh, aaron with uh you know their pursuit of Keontae george jacoby walter uh all these great players Miro little uh sohan um uh kendall i mean all these players they've had in recent years that are huge big time recruits i i can tell you the pursuit of Trey may eclipse all of them. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, Keontae's great and he's probably going to be a lottery pick. I'm just saying they want this guy and they've been after him now for at least two years and they're going to continue to be. And, of course, his father, who's an assistant coach at at, uh, Lake Island, played at Baylor. Hopefully that helps. Now, he transferred out of Baylor after a year or two, uh, Richard Johnson, but he and I, overlapped in our time at Baylor. Certainly not as players, but as classmates, I should say. Um, all right, Aaron, this is um, – we've got some uh, – well, we got Jerome, too. I'm kind of excited about that as well. Um, this Let's listen first to Scott Drew talking about the draw against the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos and then his uh, general thoughts on the uh, tournament
12: the Gauchos obviously are a really good team well coached and uh, uh, anytime you win as many games as them you know you've had a great year Um, anyone in this field can win and can advance so give me uh, uh, five hours to watch three films and then I give you more information on that Um, but uh, I can tell you right now we're excited about uh, uh, Denver we're excited about postseason everyone uh, there's 363 schools more parity than there's ever been it's such a blessing to be able to be in the ncaa tournament and i know uh, i i tweeted out what these guys have accomplished and uh truly it's a tremendous year anytime uh you're the ninth overall seed in an ncaa tournament uh that's a lot to be proud of um coming off two losses we want to get that taste out of our mouth we want to get back to playing and, and and hopefully winning but at the same time you know it's the ncaa tournament it's win or go home so uh excited we have a couple more days of practice to get better all
1: right um And he's going to get them better in uh, the rebounding they had to address. And I guarantee you they've had tons of rebounding drills. And, you know, when I asked him about that, you know, there was the the lack of effort in rebounding. I said, how do you coach that effort? How do you coach something like that? He said, show up. Show up the next two days of practice. Aaron, I was out there. Nobody would let me into the gym. I wanted to kind of watch those practices. (laughs) Uh, But um, actually, Baylor's pretty good about that. Yeah. uh, they, the coaches are, I think the, the, uh, they, they, they always, uh, they're just great with the media. These coaches, um, are just, uh, just tremendous and they, they understand the role of the media in getting the word out and, uh, just can't, I told you the other day, Aaron, about, uh, coach Peterson running into him and he's a huge fan of our show. And it's just all the coaches, A uh, you know, AD before he left, he's now with the Phoenix suns, um, Alvin Brooks III, John Jacobs, Scott, uh, Ty Beard, um, uh, Coach Nunes. I mean, they and, and the new the new director of ops. I got to see him the other day. Great guy. I think he was down at that uh, uh, at the uh, 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 state title game the other night as well. What a staff! I mean, just really Tweedy. We had Tweedy on recently. I know I'm trying to name the whole staff. I'm going to leave somebody out, but. Uh, it's a great staff they really do they just are so supportive of what we do on this side of things and then uh, they're, they're great people the fans love them they interact with everybody okay um let's listen to scott drew discussing the bears having so much uh tournament experience
12: well i think uh uh with us it goes back to our first tournament in 2008 and Probably your uh the Sweet 16 in 1998 for me with my brother hitting that shot to beat Ole Miss and uh tournament games before that. So, I mean, you use all all your 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 Sweet 16, your Elite Eight, uh uh your first round games you didn't weren't successful, and you try to um put all that in the memory bank and 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 improve and uh not make same mistakes and then repeat success. With that, um, the best thing I can tell you is uh We have players that played on that national championship team so they know what it takes to win a national championship and uh um it starts with player-led team and player leadership and uh, um flo and, and and adam uh have done a great job john has done a great job um and i know those guys will continue um uh and uh, it's greater sense of urgency um but just dealing with the the distractions the pressure um that come along with the nca tournament uh as far as uh coaches in 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 particular we like routines so practices we did and practice plans we did where we were successful we do the same thing uh, practice plans where we weren't successful we change up um so uh, you're constantly uh, trying to duplicate what worked and and uh, reinvent what didn't work and find better ways to do things. Um, so that's what we'll continue to do. Uh, I think it'll be the only year that uh, the NCAA tournament hopefully is played uh, uh, in, in a COVID bubble. So <laughs> um, if it ever has that situation, again, we have the blueprint for that.
1: <laughs> All right. Bears do have the blueprint, talking about the um... – the uh, pan- pandemic and the uh, COVID bubble that took place there in Indy, which was just crazy because they had the uh, tournament at sites all around there. They they did a good job pulling it, uh, pulling that off. But you can imagine the, uh, the players having to go to class and be sequestered for the better part of three weeks. That was, uh, that was pretty crazy. And of course you look up and there are only two teams left and that was the Bears and the Zags. And we all know, uh what happened next now with Flo and adam flagler and everyday john i mean you do have players with uh, tremendous memories experience i like what he's saying about the player-led team i gotta wonder if um if if lj and i mean some of these guys adam flagler these are great leaders some of these guys are not always the most vocal leaders in the room i mean i Jared was a little bit. I'm trying to think of leadership over the years. I, I think every day John obviously has had to kind of get back in. He just he he leads by example, but he's also a very very vocal guy. And I think the hard part for for John has been uh, Chama, uh, Chama Chachua. I'm talking about uh, Chamwa Chachua is is just getting you know. He's had to be concerned about trying to get his legs back and work on his play. It's hard after a guy's out out for a year to suddenly come back in the middle of the season and, oh, by the way, you need to lead the team as well. And that's where Flagler comes in. Flo. Now, you know, Flo's going to have to play with uh, Flo Thamba with more level of force. Flo can help you with rebounds. He can actually score. But, you know, in an Iowa State game, Flo was a non-factor, and he knows that, and, and that's going to show up on film. And, and and everybody I hear say, oh, my gosh, how, they, how are they going to do it? They, they need some score down low. Did they have that on the national title team? Did they have some great score that I remember? I don't think so. They had great, they had great rebounders and glue, like the ultimate glue guy, Mark Vidal, but they didn't have a great low-post score. Um, They just had a lot of players. They had unbelievable guards, and they still have unbelievable guards. All right, a couple of uh, last-minute nuggets to share with you uh, as we we go about our day. We'll do that next in the dismount. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank?
4: If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
10: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry, Johnson, Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com.
6: Listen to the Matt Mosley show online at syntexsportsfan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded
3: in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at BarnettContracting.com
11: welcome back to the naked truck it's time to answer more listener questions today's note comes from josh and josh writes dear pickup outfitters can you please help me with my wife I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms, but I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off, and it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com.
6: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio
7: Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue are the men's number one seeds in the NCAA tournament. Baylor is a number three seed in the Denver region and will face number 14 UCSB. Other Big 12 teams include Texas, K State, Iowa State, TCU, and West Virginia. Oklahoma State, Rutgers, Oregon, and Clemson are the number one seeds in the NIT. Baylor women are headed to Seattle region. They are the seventh seed. And the Bears will face number 10, Alabama. Los Angeles Rams have agreed to trade star cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a 2023 third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Cowboys cleared 30 million from the 2023 salary cap by restructuring the contracts of Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Dallas Mavericks host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. 630 tip from the AAC. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
6: It's time now for the Dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is time to say good night to you. We had a lot of good stuff today, and uh, we'll get hot and heavy and help you with your brackets. We, uh, As we get ready, ESPN Central Texas to go to Denver, and then, of course, uh, if they advance on, Louisville, um it'll be really interesting to watch this whole process. Aaron, I thought you would like this. I was going back through my email, been traveling this weekend, back from Kansas City, then made it over to San Antonio for the boys state title game, class 6A state title game, and then I finally made it home and I was catching up on email today. And Aaron, I had a interesting one. It I just opened it up cuz it said something the subject line said your mark or something like that and i thought oh, what's this and it was a personal email from brett your thanking me for the interview and saying you know that he enjoyed his time and all that um i just thought that's pretty cool it's pretty cool now I man, i i i i I, uh, I spent a lot of time over the years with uh, commissioners and All kinds of ADs and everything. And I don't recall ever getting. I I do hear from Mac. I have to say that. I do hear from Mac after interviews. But I thought that was really cool. The commissioner taking time to send an email uh, really neat touch and uh, I think uh, everybody enjoyed the uh, conversation we had with Brett Yormark uh, there in uh, Kansas City everybody have a tremendous night and we'll be back with much much more at four o'clock tomorrow listen to game time tomorrow starting at seven and then John Moore's show at three tomorrow uh, everybody have a great night
6: It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 shoot-around, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris.